Welcome to Things That Will Help with Buffy Barfoot. This podcast explores what it's like to be human and how to find tools to feel clear, grounded, and happier. The weekly theme will be simple as well as rich and something you can apply to your real life. The human stories ahead do not negate the hard or the dark, but rather point to the lighthouses along the way. This is Buffy. Hey, everybody. Things That Will Help podcast is about two and a half years old, and I am still talking to you from my closet, (laughs) which feels great, and I'm super grateful for that. And I thought it was time for another Beauty Marks episode. God knows so many folks are underwater with grief and heaviness, overwhelm, and just obligation. And I am on a campaign to notice, create, point out, and remember beauty, no matter the hardship or the intensity of the world. So here's my list for today. These are the little things, the things that have given me joy, things that have softened me or made me remember what's important or changed my course somehow for the better. And all of these beauty marks happened or I became aware of them within the last week. So enjoy and then make your own list. Number one, trapper keepers are back, y'all. I was a kid of the 80s and the trapper keeper I chose in August, that was for the entire school year, determined by world. And I'm pretty sure that a trapper keeper that I had, um, I don't remember what grade, but it had Michael Jackson on it on the cover. And it was a picture of him with a yellow sweater tied around his shoulders. And it was my favorite of all time. I haven't figured out exactly where to get these and where all the choices are. But when I find out, I'll let you know. And as a person who loves school supplies, even to this day, I am for sure going to pick myself out a new trapper keeper for some stuff that I can organize. Number two, I try and keep my eyes open all the time for special little gifts for people that I love instead of waiting until a week or two before whatever occasion there is an ordering from Amazon. So that way I can take my time and pick up treasures that are perfect for somebody instead of buying in a time crunch from a huge retailer. So I keep watch all year for things like that. And the other day, mom and I were in Denver at Union Station and it was it was Saturday morning and they were having a farmer's market that they were setting up for. And there was a booth that we were drawn to with a husband and wife team and he's Turkish and They started to talk to us about how they loved the weaving and the textiles in Turkey so much when they lived there uh, that they decided to start a family business selling these beautiful dishcloths and towels and blankets. And the way that they had them laid out was just so gorgeous. And the colors and the feel of them were just really uh, lovely. And both of the both of these humans just talked to us and shared a lot about their history and, and their family with us. And by the end of the experience, um, mom and I decided to buy two gray and white towels for Matt for his birthday, knowing that he would love them, but that he would also love the origin story of how we came across them. And they also gave us a little cloth bag. Um, and on the outside of the bag, it said mandolina which means little tangerine, 
which is the name of their company. So that was a, a beauty mark for me last week. Number three, boredom. It is part of being a kid in the summer. It's hot, the days are long, and there are less activities um, than normal that are planned. And my kids said recently, both of them looked at me and said, I'm bored. And I said, good, that's the birth of creativity. Use that. And Otis just looked at me blankly <laughs> when I said that. But after a little bit, he walked away and he, he started tinkering around with things. And pretty soon, in an hour, they had both built a fort, a rocket ship, and they had put on a play together and also put on a musical concert, all in the name of boredom. Number four, mom and I, on the Saturday morning that we found the little tangerine family and the Turkish towels, we got a table at Snooze without any waiting. Outside, overlooking Union Square, zero waiting. And if you live in Colorado, you know that not waiting for a snooze table is unheard of and a beauty mark indeed. And we each had a savory dish. Mom had eggs and bacon and OJ and I had Juan's breakfast tacos and a grapefruit juice. And then we shared a glorious blueberry Danish pancake. Number five, I have a jade plant and I keep it near the window in the main room where I can see it from the kitchen and where it gets a lot of light. And it was a gift from two dear friends. And they took a cutting from their large and established old Jade, who they call Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> and my Jade that they made me is flourishing, as is that friendship. I love a good transplant. Number six, homemade pizza. Always better than the ones you can order. And for my kids and myself, it feels like an art piece. All the ingredients and little bowls to choose from. Art tastes better and it's a ceremony. Number seven, going into my yard, just walking out into my yard, cutting flowers and bringing them inside to put into a vase. Every few days I've been bringing the outside in. Number eight, I got Matt a Theragun. For Father's Day, which means also I got a Theragun for Father's Day. I love it so much. It's very powerful and it feels like it really breaks up scar tissue, which I've had for years, um, partly because of just abusing my body with point shoes and other such things and dance. Um, and I've been using it especially on my calves and my IT bands, and I can tell a huge difference um, my legs are way less bound up and my muscles feel so much better after a few weeks of using it almost every night. So, so good. Worth the money, I think. And we got a mini Theragun, which I like because you can easily get it into your neck and your feet and other places like that. It feels a little less awkward to hold and it seems just as powerful. So I'm happy that we got the mini. And I would say if you're on the fence about one of those percussion massage guns, there's a bunch of different ones out there. I would go and get it. Number nine, <clears throat> last week I got caught in the rain. I was on a walk about five minutes or so from home and it was coming down in sheets and my clothes got soaked and my shoes were squishy and it was a little bit cold, but it was so fun and refreshing. It never happens in Colorado and I loved it. Number 10, the Blue Zones Kitchen is a cookbook that I have really been loving 
And if you don't know what the blue zones are, they are areas of the world that have been studied and believed to be the healthiest and happiest in the world. So naturally, people have wanted to know what these people are eating in these regions um, to have this longevity. And this gorgeous cookbook has the stories to go along with the recipes so that you get to learn about the people and their traditions and their culture. And the pictures are really beautiful too. And the recipes, um, they're all really pretty simple foods prepared simply. And I've been immensely enjoying working my way through it, reading the stories as I try the recipes. Number 11, Um, last week I read an article about a man who had worked at Burger King for 27 years and never missed a day of work. And he received this kind of rinky dink goodie bag as a gift for all of his years of service. It had something like a plastic cup and a pen and just a bunch of nothing. Um, and so that sadness went viral And that he got this um, pitiful little goodie bag for that. And then someone started a GoFundMe for him and it flew around the internet. And this man ended up with over $300,000 from people all over the the world. How amazing is that? I love these kinds of stories. And they are certainly beauty marks in the middle of a lot of hard things people are dealing with. His name is Kevin Ford and I'm just tickled for him. Uh, Number 12, in the past two weeks, I've had the pleasure of listening to someone, like really listening to them and holding space for their story. And I have also had the same service done to me. And both events were so nourishing. Becoming a good listener is one of the best skills that you can hone. Number 13, owls. I have seen two owls in the span of six days. And so I did a little bit of research. These amazing creatures are associated with clear boundaries and helping us learn to keep and maintain our personal power. They are also associated with illumination and of course, wisdom and intuition. And I'm so glad to be reminded of the owl's medicine and what they can teach us just by running across them in the wild. Nature has so much to show us if we're willing to watch and to listen. Number 14, a ritual that I call drain the day. At the very end of my day for five minutes, I put my legs up the wall and I close my eyes and I call it draining the day. I imagine that anything that is no longer serving me just drains out of my body and is composted into something different. It is a valuable way to unwind physically, and it's very grounding and settling, but it also helps me to imagine the excess draining out and me really letting it go, and it's been such a daily beauty mark. Number 15, I was lucky enough to go to high tea at the Brown Palace with my mom and my best friend Leslie. It was so special. And with so much ceremony and the scones were really good. And there was this Devonshire cream and lemon curd that was delicious. And mom and I chose vanilla bean tea and Les had lavender Earl Grey. And we stayed for a couple of hours and we feasted on tiny sandwiches and little treats. If you haven't done this, put it on your list. Um, 
to go to tea at the Brown Palace, downtown Denver. Number 16, and this is a reminder. um, Let me start that over. Number 16, this is a special thank you to Southern Marcy from Tennessee, who I know is a listener of this podcast. Um, A reminder that radishes go really well with butter, really well, especially French salted butter. Number 17, rifling through real pictures in a shoebox and finding so many versions of myself, ones that I had lost track of. Number 18, there is this picture of my grandmother, Memma, and her sister, Maddie, and they were in downtown Mobile, maybe in the 1940s. And they were young and they were dressed up and they had perfect lipstick on. And it looked like they could have been in Paris. They were by some little shops. And I wonder where they were going and what they were talking about. And I've sort of gotten lost in thinking about that picture this week. And I'm planning to frame it and hang it in my house somewhere. Number 19. I heard a love story this week. One of Benjamin's friends from many, many years ago wrote to me and told me he was sober. He told me he's doing okay after a lot of years of not doing okay. And I'm really proud of him. Number 20. I saw a list that I love. And it's titled How to Ground. And it had nine things. Breathe. Practice deep and intentional breathing. Get outside and connect to nature. Make a meal with nourishing foods. Journal. Write your thoughts and dreams down. Meditate. Tune in and come into your senses. Move. Release stagnant energy in your body. Rest. Close your eyes and rest for as long as you need. Clean. Declutter the space around you. And in turn, declutter your mind. Play. Allow yourself to explore and have fun. I love that list. Number 21. I ran across a post that my friend Heather Brooke made on social media, and it just really stuck with me. The story, the imagery, the possibility, the hanging and the balance of it all, and how life is really beautiful and complex and hard all at once which is what all of us are in the midst of at any given time. And I think this post was one of my favorite beauty marks in a while. And I'm just going to read it to you. This is what she said. I know a 17-year-old boy who had never met his biological father. After Independence Day, the boy decided to find this man and make contact. In his first email to the man, the boy offered to cross the country to this man's town in exchange for a few hours of his time. The man said yes. He would meet the boy on Friday or Saturday. The boy said, maybe we meet on Friday and Saturday. The boy's mother commended her son for his brave heart in the face of unknowns and possible rejection. She told him he had already triumphed through his courage to show up in vulnerability no matter the outcome. This is a full heart stretch, arms wide, face to the sky. I'm so inspired by this boy, my son. He reminds me to keep stretching in my own life. 
I've started stretching my arms as I walk through the house, and I keep banging my hands into the low-hanging chandeliers from 1897. My partner likes those chandeliers. I guess we'll work this one out. Anyway, my wish for you is that you get to savor the freedom to walk through your own life in your favorite outstretched version of yourself. Mm. Number 22. I found a little gem in downtown Longmont called Maker General, and it's a store. It's kind of like a a general store for makers or anyone who works with textiles and fabrics, and it's beautiful inside, so well curated, and it's a local treasure. It's black-owned and has some really unique things, and I love looking around there. It's a good place for gifts um, for all the creatives in your life, I think, and it's located at 381 Main Street in Longmont, and I am sure it will be a longtime beauty mark that I will revisit again and again. Check it out if you're in town. Lastly, number 23. This is a poem that I've been reading often lately. I do that with poems. I read and reread them over and over if one speaks to me at a certain season of my life, and this one seems to be for this time. And it's a rich beauty mark to end on today. It's called Roses Late Summer by Mary Oliver. What happens to the leaves after they turn red and golden and fall away? What happens to the singing birds when they can't sing any longer? What happens to their quick wings? Do you think there is any personal heaven for any of us? Do you think anyone, the other side of that darkness, will call to us, meaning us? Beyond the trees, the foxes keep teaching their children to live in the valley So they never seem to vanish. They are always there in the blossom of light that stands up every morning in the dark sky. And over one more set of hills along the sea, the last roses have opened their factories of sweetness and are giving it back to the world. If I had another life, I would want to spend it all on some unstinting happiness. I would be a fox or a tree full of waving branches. I wouldn't mind being a rose in a field of roses. Fear has not yet occurred to them, nor ambition, reason they have not yet thought of. Neither do they ask how long they must be roses, and then what, or any other foolish question. Thanks for listening today. I hope that you make your own list, and if you do, please send it to me, and that will make my beauty mark list to receive something from you. Have a beautiful day. 